0: Welcome back to another Ladvoice.ie podcast episode. Last episode I talked about goal setting and implementing goals and strategic objectives that you can look to chase up over the course of a year and make some positive change that will be long lasting, not just a flash in the pan and not something that you just do for two weeks, a month and then forget about it afterwards. It's about trying to implement that long lasting positive change into your life So that was all about goal setting and it was kind of coming at it from the angle of new year, new me, what a lot of bullshit because I think a lot of people go into the the new year with great intentions, but those intentions are rarely followed up with actions and if the actions do get implemented, it's only for a very short period of time. So if you are looking for a bit of help and assistance with trying to implement some positive change into your life, that will be long lasting and you will see the benefits uh, of in the present moment and then well into the future, then please do check that one out not really for my sake, but for your own sake. So I said this week that I would talk about planning. Um, I think planning and, you know, goal setting and objectives kind of go hand in hand because a, a goal without a plan is just a dream. So it's important to kind of have that well mapped out way of getting towards that goal and making sure that you're keeping on track and, um, your progress is maintained over the course of the time that you're looking to uh, achieve the goal or the objective that you've set out to achieve. So I think that's important. And I I actually, for me personally, if I'm setting out to achieve something, like uh, one of my kind of objectives this year is to um, get a bit more swole (laughs) and not my head because my head's already fucking big enough. I mean that in a literal sense, not in terms of my ego and my, uh, you know, kind of overall confidence or whatever um but i want to get a bit bigger in terms of like my my physical appearance my uh, my muscles etc etc and um, so like in order to do that I need to kind of hit a, a weight and in, I need to kind of reach a certain level of body fat percentage <laughs> even though I don't really I, I wouldn't focus on that so much but just in terms of aesthetics and, and my the visuals of my thing I need to make sure that I'm kind of keeping on track with regards to my food consumption my training and workout regime and making sure that I'm kind of con- consistent with that so um, i reached out to a pt because i think if you don't know quite, if you don't quite have the knowledge to achieve what you want to achieve then there's absolutely no shame or there's no there's no real negative effect of reaching out to someone who does have that knowledge and how do you expect to gain the knowledge uh, other than trial and error and if you kind of look at trial and error and you try and kind of go and figure something out for yourself, it's going to take you a lot longer than it would if you just reached out and talked to someone who kind of knows what they're doing, they know their shit, and they can help you get to where you want to be, so reach out to a PT, I've uh, I've got a workout plan, I've got a meal plan, and it's all about just actioning that now, execution, and holding myself accountable, so I think a plan is really important, but for me, if I'm looking at achieving something, I often look at the goal that I've set out. So what's the end result that I want? And then kind of work back from there, kind of reverse engineer that. So to say, well, what sequential subtasks do I need to do in order to get to that overarching goal? So it's trying to like kind of look at the end goal and then look at the starting point and then trying to fill in the gaps in between. So I think that's really important to get that plan in place. I asked on um, Instagram and said, do people like to have a plan or did they, like, did they like to go with the flow? And I suppose the the question was quite open to interpretation with regards to like what that was in reference to. That could have just been, you know, for a typical day in the life or it could be for a weekend adventure or anything or it could be yeah could have been anything so the the results of that was 63 percent said that they like to go with the flow and then um, wh- while i'm preaching for people to have plans and then kind of set plans and put them in place uh, i'm definitely not totally disregarding the whole benefit of going with the flow and i think at times you do need to go with the flow because as I will get into later on the podcast, sometimes just things don't go according to plan uh, and that can be um, a very stressful period for people. And, and and at that point then, you have to go with the flow um, for a short period of time anyway until you can kind of re-baseline that plan that you've initially set out. But I won't get into that too much right now. Um, so let's just talk about the benefits of planning then because I think in order for me to convince you or to sell this kind of um, the, the ideation or the... Um, proposition that you should begin to plan things and particularly when it's with regards to long-term goals let me tell you about the benefits of it Um, and then when you hear the benefits of it you might be more inclined to actually then go and do it so i think i'm gonna write them or gonna go through them one to ten so the first one is structure i think by having a plan in place it gives you that sense of structure it gives you that sense of routine and it ultimately focuses your um efforts and your um daily tasks even or it could be daily or weekly tasks towards that goal so it's giving you that that sense of um that sense of focus and it's giving you that sense of um kind of continually executing against tasks that are going to project you forward in whatever it is that you've set out to do then number two is is clarity so it gives you that sense of clarity and it kind of helps to reduce down the stress or the worry that might go along with trying to achieve something because if you're kind of going along on a whim and kind of going with the flow as, as the saying goes or as I've mentioned previously, you can kind of be like, oh, well, fuck, like, am I doing the right thing? Is this the right thing? And, you know, you're kind of going forward in a direction but you don't quite know where that direction is actually going to leave you ending up. And I don't mean, it could mean that in a literal sense or kind of a more theoretical sense. But, um... Yeah, it's that reduction in stress and worry because at least then if you have a plan and you kind of have these little checkpoints along the way, you can kind of get a sense for a certain level of confidence to say that yeah, you know what I'm doing is I'm doing okay and I'm on the right I'm on the right track and I'm kind of on track with regards to where the, my plan where my plan says I should be. So that's a, a good good one. Um then number 3 is like tangible outputs and kind of the metrics for success are kind of well determined. So this can both help in the moment, but it can also help looking back ret- ret- bleh, retrospectively. It can help as well. Um, so, you know, kind of as you're going along your journey towards uh, whatever it is that you've set out to do, you kind of have a sense of my goal or the outcome of this, this work is going to be X, Y, or Z, and that can kind of, you know, help you to continue on days so that you don't quite feel like it. Um, and it can also then help when you look back and say, well, over the last three months or however long the period of that plan was, if it was six months, this is what I did. And then you can kind of look for the lessons that you've learned along that journey and say, well, if I was to do it again, in hindsight, I would make these little ch- small changes. And then that can help to inform the next plan that you, imp- you implement. And you can go into that more informed and well-equipped to try and do better again the next time. And it's about kind of getting those little marginal gains. And if you can make little small 1% gains on a continual basis, it's gonna help you to get to, you know, gain a 100% gain over the course of 100 days if you can gain 1% per day for 100 days. Maths. Um, So the next one then, and that was number three. The next one is number four. So it's resource optimization. And with this, I kind of look at it in a sense of, well, your actual physical resources, whether it's finances, whether it's kind of like money or your the equipment that you have available to you, but also in terms of your actual energy and your, the time that you have, because well, your energy and time are somewhat finite, well, time is definitely finite, your energy, you could argue that it's, you know, maybe not, but you do need to rest and you do need to kind of have that balance. So it means that you know what you do have available to you whether it's money whether it's equipment whether it's your time whether it's your energy that it's well thought out and it's being invested in the right areas so you're not wasting these things so i think that's a really good one then number 5 i think all these are really good ones obviously because i'm fucking here saying them to you but um number 5 then it sets a standard and it can he- by setting a standard and kind of looking at where you should be in a month two months three months four months it kind of helps you with your own personal accountability, and it can kind of make sure that you're staying on track, and by setting that standard out for yourself, it, you hold yourself accountable to it, and that is going to help you progress forward. The number six is prioritization, so again, this kind of helps you look to prioritize and make the decisions today that your future self will be grateful for or thankful for that you've made. So there will be times when, you know, you've got a decision that you can make A or B and maybe A is kind of going to be more pleasurable or, or, or more um, enjoyable in the moment. But, you know, the, the the option B might be might help you in the future. So, you know, you're by kind of maybe sacrificing a bit of short term leisure, uh, it will lead to long term pleasure. And um, so it's kind of having that balance between, living your best life right now and then also, you know, helping your future self live live their best life as well because if you can continuously make decisions based on short-term gains, then, you know, you might result in some long-term pains. I think that's a good saying. Um, Then number seven is like with regards to motivation. So, well, first of all, by having a goal and an objective, you're kind of working towards something. So that in itself kind of helps you to, become motivated because you can see the finish line or you can see what the finish line might look like and the reward at the end of it but also it can help you with regards to on a continual basis when you see the progress and you see like from well i started i was in this position and now after three four weeks or two months i'm kind of here and you can see that progress and by gaining that bit of progress it can help with motivation to kind of continue you know the motivation for your future success is your current progress, so that's that one, then number eight is like empowerment, it kind of, by having a plan, it gives you a sense of control, and it it kind of highlights to you that you're in, you're going to determine your own destiny, and you're the kind of captain of your own ship, and it's up to you to steer it in the direction that you want to go in, so I think that sense of empowerment can kind of be a, it can be kind of an enlightening thing, and it can also kind of just Highlight to you the importance of what you do today uh, and, and how that's going to affect your tomorrow um, or you know in the future basically and um, then number nine it establishes your long-term goals and values or your long-term interests again what I said with regards to making decisions that are going to benefit you in the future and not just today. So kind of again, that short term pain for that long term gain. Because sometimes you're going to have to do things that you don't want to do, uh, and you'll see the rewards for them at some point in the future. So it help. That's going to just help you remain consistent. Uh, and then number ten, by kind of investing that time up um, up front, and by investing the time into the plan, and kind of it may it may take a bit of time to create the plan, but then it's going to save you time going forward because you've kind of, you've thought about what you need to do and now it's just about going and going ahead and doing it. And it can help you avoid the potential pitfalls that you might've fallen into if you didn't quite have a plan. And then um, you won't waste that time then when you're actually going ahead and executing it. So I think that's another kind of benefit of it. So there's 10, one to 10 benefits of having a plan. And look, with every benefit, there, there is potentially a drawback and I think it's important to acknowledge those as well. And I think by acknowledging them, it will only help to prevent you from from falling into these. So the first one is procrastination. So preventing it, like procrastinating. And I, I say this in a sense of, oh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm planning what I need to do. I'm planning what I need to do. I'm planning what I need to do. But that can actually prevent you from taking action. And you can kind of lie to yourself and say, well, I'm actually, you know, I'm planning, I'm planning, I'm planning. But there is a time when that plan needs to be put into action and you kind of need to actually go ahead and do the work so don't get caught up in that planning stage and um, then the next one is prevention of creativity kind of improvisation or the flexibility so I think by having a plan you can kind of say no and I need to do this I need to do this I need to stick to the plan I need to stick to the plan I need to stick to the plan and it can prevent you from kind of implementing anything new or taking in new information and then kind of rebaselining that plan based on the new information that you know now So I think it's important to not kind of be too romanticized or too kind of set in stone with regards to that plan that you do have. It's important to be able to kind of take into account external factors that are coming into play and kind of, again, reassess the plan that you have there. Um, And then the next one is complacency. So I said about the whole piece of motivation. So motivation is great and it can help you drive forward but also maybe your your plan to begin with wasn't ambitious enough or it wasn't aggressive enough and I don't mean like fucking angry aggressive I mean in terms of your progress maybe you've kind of been a bit bit easy on yourself and you're kind of the the objectives that you set are kind of way too easy for yourself and you're kind of more than capable of doing a lot more than what you're doing so by by having the plan, you can say, "Oh yeah, no, I'm sticking to the plan. I'm on course. I'm on track." But maybe that plan to begin with wasn't where wasn't ambitious enough. So that's where complacency can come into come into play, and then stress. So, um, I said it can help prevent stress, but it can also create stress as well. Because I mean, again, if the plan that you have in place isn't going to plan, and things aren't always going to go to plan, um it can leave you kind of in this place of, oh no, well the plan was this, the plan was this, the plan was this, I need to do that, I need to do that, that shouldn't happen, this should have happened, and you can kind of get caught up in this whirlwind of uh, trying to like, fit a square peg into a round hole, and and it's just not going to work, so in those situations, you kind of need to take a step back, reflect, reassess, and then kind of almost reestablish what the plan was, or reestablish the journey towards the end goal, that you have in place, so those are the drawbacks, and then I think like, just to try and like summarize and give a synopsis is that i like plans i like structure i like to have like contingency contingency built into my plans and i kind of like to almost have like plan a plan b and plan c kind of well thought out to a point of well if this does if something does go wrong and something outside of my control does influence the plan or impact the plan that i have in place then i can just fall back on plan b and then if it plan B doesn't work, then I've got plan C, some people say, oh, well, you know, I've only got plan A, because plan A is going to work, well, yeah, it could do, but then you're putting all your eggs in one basket, and you you know, it may not work out, but I do think that plans are really important, and maybe I'm slightly biased in this sense, because my full-time job is a project manager, so this is kind of what I do on a day-to-day basis, but I do this in my professional life, and I do it in my own personal life as well, and I think that's something that has helped me kind of get to the position that I'm in that I'm in, in life right now which I'm very very happy with but I've always kind of got a bit of you know that got that hunger got that desire and got that ambition to do more and be more and kind of achieve more uh, <laughs> as cliche as that sounds but and um, that is definitely something that is within me and it's kind of a personal characteristic or a trait that I might have but I do think that you can kind of um almost train yourself to be in that kind of mindset mentality and um way of viewing the world as well. So I think that's kind of something that you can take on board. And I've talked about option A, B and C, but let's even just talk about option A. If you're only making one plan, it's important to remember that you can only make a plan based on the information that is available to you at that present moment in time. And sometimes in hindsight it may have been, you know, it could have been better, but you shouldn't criticize yourself for not finding certainty in a sign in a time that was uncertain. And you should be compassionate and understanding towards yourself with regards to that as well. It's all about trying to learn and it's about trying to critique and analyze rather than being hyper critical of yourself or maybe making some of those decisions at that time. You didn't have all the information that you do now. So I think sometimes we, we need to just try and focus on controlling the controllables. And you know, there's things that will be inside of our control and outside of our control. And all we can ever really do is adapt to the things that happen that are outside of our control. And at that point then maybe it's time to take a step back from the plan, reassess, recalibrate, and then kind of look to re-baseline that plan and kind of maybe take take preventative measures or take measures that are going to obviously help you overcome the obstacles that have been put in your way that you couldn't have foreseen when you were initially set the plan out in the first place like with this then the the essence of it is is to make sure that your plan is elastic and that it's flexible and that can it can flex up it can flex down it can twist left it can twist right and ultimately you know the journey along the way to the end the end goal may change slightly or you may be steered in a different direction by things that happen in your life but it's to be able to find a way that you can steer yourself back on track and back on course and get to where you want to be because you're the captain of your ship and um, it's up to you to to do what you need to do to get to where you want to be. And I think that personal accountability and ownership is really, really important. But also in these times of things that happen to us that are outside of our control, I think you can kind of really benefit from the art of surrender and, you know, waving that white flag and saying, well, actually, yeah, I'm... I'm being I'm being beat here and things aren't going my way and rather than trying to force them to go your way, we'll say actually, well, okay, I accept that and then I'm gonna look to see what I can do to try and improve the situation thereafter. Because sometimes by resisting this change and by resisting the outside the outside world that is that is happening to you, you can instead try to make it happen for you by kind of taking that different approach towards it. And I think the summary of it is to accept what you cannot change. As in, maybe the weather has changed. Maybe the fucking in two thousand and eight there was a financial crash, and you you can't change that. You're one person in the grand scheme of things, so you couldn't change that. So you have to just simply accept it. And then the other side of it is to change what you cannot accept. So maybe there's things that have happened, or maybe there's things that are going on. And you say, no, I can't accept that. Well, then try and change it. Use the powers that you have, and use the influence that you have to change the situation that's around you. Um, that so that the so that it works for you. And I think you know, in in adversity, when things aren't going your way and they aren't going to plan, it can it can reveal the character that you have, and it can reveal the resilience that you have inside you to kind of, well, go against the odds and continue along that path despite all of the things that, have, that are not going in your favor and then still kind of overcome the obstacles and overcome the challenges that are put in your way. And by doing that, that will that will build character, but it'll also reveal the character that you are and it will reveal the ability to persevere and the ability to adapt and the ability to remain resilient in these times of difficulty. And that's really going to be a massive benefit for you not only in the moment but going forward as well because it's going to teach you that you have you know you can do things even if things aren't going well you still can achieve what you need to achieve and and do the things that you want to do and because of the personal characteristics and traits that you've developed and curated and created for yourself over that time so yeah in summary plans are great I fucking love them, I'm a real advocate for them, I think you should help, I think you should go and put plans in place to to do whatever it is that you want to do, if you do need some help with that, reach out to me, drop me a message on Instagram at ladvice.ie, across all social media platforms and I'll be more than happy to help you get to where you want to be in life and hold, you know, help you hold yourself accountable, but also maybe hold you accountable if you want to reach out and get some one-to-one life coaching lessons, hit me up, drop me a DM and let's get it set up that's it from me i oh, will love yous and leave yous. thank you very much for listening if you did enjoy the episode make sure to give it a share on social media and then um, send it to your friends tag me let me know what you thought of it and if you've got any suggestions for episodes going forward feel free to fire them in love yous and leave yous. peace out good luck bye 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 go on yeah Bye-bye. bye 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 bye